Podcast! 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 Hello, welcome back to the Muppets Podcast. This is Jimmy in Georgia, and I am your host as always. The Muppets Podcast is the official podcast of WakaWaka.net, and uh, we just wanted to say hello once again. We are back today to talk about some more Muppets, and uh, this time around, we mentioned it last time, we kind of did a little tease that we may be talking about Star Wars and the Muppets in the near future. Well, the near future is now. <laughs> we will be talking about the Star Wars and the Muppets, uh, they are mashed up together in all sorts of different ways over the years. And uh, I really hope there are some more mashups in the future. We will uh, be discussing a few things. Uh, there's a few notable things, obviously, most of us are probably aware of out there. The uh, Mark Hamill appearance from Season 4 of The Muppet Show was pretty amazing. Muppet Babies had Star Wars references like crazy. We have the Star Wars and the Muppets figures they came out with, I guess, about three to four years ago. Maybe I picked up a couple of those a few days ago. We'll definitely be talking about those and much, much more. But I guess before we get into the Star Wars slash Muppets talk, I do want to mention, as I like to do, I was down in Orlando the other day, um, Monday, as I recorded Saturday, now the 17th. I was down there on the 12th to pick my wife up. She had flown back in from Texas, and so I was down there um, picking her up. And so, as we like to do, if we're in that area, we'll swing over by downtown Disney, if nothing else, uh, just to peruse a few of the stores we like. Uh, we, we like the uh, toy store, I forget what it's called, the World of Disney, we enjoyed that one. And there's like a little pop art gallery that's connected to uh, a t-shirt making place we like quite a bit. And so we always usually go to those, and maybe a few other places like the Ghirardelli place or whatever. But anyway, they have... Not very much merchandise, as as always, it seems, for the Muppets. And we were just a couple months out of having a brand new Muppet film. Literally, uh, we're four days away from two months ago. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's kind of frustrating to me as a as a Muppet fan. There seems like there should be a lot more things there available. Now, granted, we weren't inside the park. We weren't at the little uh, store that's basically you know right there adjacent to the Muppet Theater. But there just wasn't much in way of Muppet merch, which seems to be the way they usually go. Now... Before I get into what I bought there at the uh, World of Disney store, I did see some pretty cool stuff I haven't noticed before at Toys R Us today. I was in there looking for a, a Stormtrooper, and can't find it, no one seems to. But anyway, I did see some, uh, I saw four Muppet puppets. There was a, a Fozzie, a Kermit, a Animal, and a Piggy. You you stick your hand in there and, and do the puppet draft there. Uh, they were a little smaller, so I guess you know it's a Toy Story. It's probably intended for children, people, not with someone as a hand as large as mine. But uh, I don't know; those would be fun. I think they're nineteen ninety nine here at our store to have the little puppets. Could have a good time with those. Kermit the Frog here. Oh, Kermit, let's make a movie where we get married and kiss a lot. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. Anyway, the other thing, I was up in Branson a couple weeks ago when we went to the Disney store there, and it was kind of a smaller Disney store. It wasn't much in the way of merchandise yet again. But at that Disney store, uh, there was quite a few plush characters, which I enjoyed seeing, and including uh, Constantine from Muppets Most Wanted. Wasn't a whole lot outside of that, I didn't think. The one other thing that I thought was cool, besides the little characters, they had a, like, a couple giant like pillows. They were from different characters, but one of those characters was Animal. And so, of course, I picked up the giant Muppet pillow 
stuck it in front of my face and said, Woman! Woman! And so, yeah, that was kind of fun. We're going to take a brief little uh, little uh, break here after the woman, woman thing. And we'll be right back with some Muppet and Star Wars talk. And we're going to start off with those uh, figures that I picked up here just a few days ago. And then we'll, we'll break into some more of the classic crossovers between Star Wars and the Muppets. But we did uh, pick up a few things there. One of those is almost exactly from the old Muppet show and these figures. Uh, and this is the Star Wars The Muppets. Um, this particular one has the Return of the Jedi 30th anniversary uh, little hologram on the cover. This one was produced back actually just last year, 2013. And this one has... Uh, these figures have been out for a while. I don't know about the one. It has Gonzo as... Darth Vader, but we all know he was Darth Nader in the old uh, episode of The Muppet Show, but you know, same idea there. Then we have Camilla, at, well actually it says chicken, but it's Camilla, we all know it's Camilla, as a royal guard, so you have a little uh, helmet you can put on her. Darth Vader there has a, I guess a removable head, I haven't opened the package, and then uh, you can swap out heads with either Exceed Gonzo's face or not, he has a red lightsaber. And then we have Uncle Deadly, who was definitely brought back in a good way in The Muppets as Emperor Palpatine, and you can put on lightning things on his wrist to make it like he's shooting lightning. He has a cane, and he has a um, red lightsaber as well. And on the back, it does have a little description of these little fellows and lady. It says, Remember, once Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine attempted to turn Luke Skywalker over to the dark side? Well, now relive the adventures with Gonzo and Uncle Deadly as they portray these two classic Star Wars characters. Will Uncle Deadly's evil visions become a reality, or will Gonzo have the last laugh? Join them on their adventures throughout the galaxy. And then, okay, this last thing is a Palpatine quote. If you will not be turned, you will be destroyed. So, <laughs> anyway, that's pretty fun. And then uh, the other one I picked up uh, Monday as well. And this one was from 2012. It does not have the Return of the Jedi 30th anniversary hologram on the cover. It just has the um, authentic original Disney Parks little logo. But this one is it features... Again, kind of the same thing. Three three characters. We have Animal as Boba Fett. Has a removable head with or without the helmet on. We have Link Heartthrob as Han Solo frozen in carbonite. And then we have Scooter as Lando Calrissian. And Scooter and Boba Fett both come with uh, weapons, which is kind of cool. And then you, know, you have the pig in space is frozen in carbonite. Now... On the back of this one, you see, I think these are the ones I remember seeing when we were going down to um, Downtown Disney a couple years ago. You have like four character packs. You have the Sam the Eagle and Gonzo as Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. You have Beaker and Bunsen, Honeydew as C-3PO and R2-D2. You have Piggy and Kermit as um, Leia and, and Luke. And then Fozzie is Chewbacca and Link Heartthrob is Han Solo. Um, and those are the ones I do not have any of those, but I do have the six characters I mentioned you know, previously. But I wouldn't mind picking up those if I could find them. 
Um, they didn't have any of those characters, at, I don't think, at the two um, stores I went into Monday. There were some other newer ones, I guess, like some Jawas and stuff. But Anyway, on the, the back of this package, it's, Remember when our heroes fell into the trap help set by Boba Fett and Lando Calrissian? We'll now relive the adventures with Animal and Scooter as they portray these two classic Star Wars characters. Can Scooter redeem himself and save Link from the Bounty Hunter? Join them on the adventure throughout the galaxy. Put Captain Solo in the cargo hold. So anyway, <laughs> those are, are kind of fun. And uh, I know there are a few more than the ones we've just mentioned. But I don't know, I, just, I think this is cool. Definitely a Star Wars fan. I have uh, the Star Wars room. The office that I'm recording in is decorated with the posters and uh, the toys and everything here. So this is a nice addition to my Star Wars collection and my Muppet collection. I do have a small Muppet collection, but nothing like my my Star Wars stuff. Uh, so I don't know. I think that's really fun. And I don't know. Most of the time I do leave this stuff like this in the package just because I'm one of those people. But at the same time, I don't really plan to sell this stuff, so it doesn't really matter. So sometimes I open up stuff and just you know put it on the shelf because it saves space. <laughs> like I've got, I don't know, probably, I don't know, I probably have like 10 or 15 open figures from the past few years that I you know just open to put them on the shelf just because they weren't on the vintage cards. Um, you know, whether it be like Clone Wars figures or or just some of the other like Saga Legends or whatever, if they just weren't uh, on the old uh, Kenner-looking cards, I'd, I left. I'd pretty much open them if I got it. But I've kept most of the vintage line that I purchased in the package. But anyway, that's not really Muppet talk, so we'll move on from there. But yeah, I think these are fun little uh, additions to you know either either collection and both really when it comes right down to it. And uh, and I don't know. I've, I mentioned this before. I would love to see. I don't know if a TV special or even a cartoon. I wouldn't care. I mean, some variation. I know cartoons not really the Muppets, but it's whatever with the characters. I'd love to see some sort of Star Wars Muppets episode or special or something kind of like the Lego Star Wars. That would be awesome. It really would. And they already have some of this stuff worked out as far as which characters would be who. I don't know. It'd just be fun. It really would. So, well, we're going to. Uh, Move into some more classic Star Wars Muppet crossovers after this brief break. Well, look, it's Luke Skywalker and C-3PO and R2-D2 from Star Wars. Oh, they'd make much better guests than Mr. McGo. Uh, You're going to have to uh, leave. Just Sorry. a minute, Come on, let's go. Excuse me, Master Luke, but what is this strange world we've come to? Beats me, 3PO. Seems we've landed on some sort of comedy variety show planet. It's the Muppet Show with our very special guest stars, the stars of Star Wars. Yeah! Okay, well, there's a little clip of the Star Wars episode of the Muppet Show back in 1980. It was released January that year. And it was featured on a Best of the Muppet Show DVD set, but... Muppet Show Season 4 has yet to be released. Uh, I, like many of you, may own Muppet Show Season 1, 2, and 3 on DVD. Six years ago, I think it was announced that Muppet Show Season 4 would be coming. It had a picture of Gonzo on the cover. You know, whatever. Released it like a E3. One of the Disney places, but no, nothing's ever happened with that. But anyway, I, I would prefer... To get uh, Muppet Show Season 4 on DVD so I could purchase it and add the Star Wars show 
um, episode to my collection. And I think in the season five box set, it has the Christopher Reeves episode, which I'd like to see. And I'm sure pretty much most of those you can go watch them on YouTube. But I'm, I don't know. I'm a collector. Um, so I like to have physical copies of things. Anyway, that episode aired January 16th, 1980, which is about just shade under four months before uh, the Empire Strikes Back was released. So one of the running jokes, there's a few, I guess, in the episode. One of the running jokes is they keep commenting on on Luke's new outfit, which is his Bespin garb that we see in Empire Strikes Back. And, and the other running joke throughout the episode, the main one, as Mark Hamill is the, the host of the show, is that Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker's cousin. Uh, and they keep not being in the same place at the same time. And ultimately, they are in the same place at the same time at the end of the episode when they sing When You Wish Upon a Star in a classic twist of fate and irony or whatever that the Muppets in Star Wars are now owned by Disney. And they were singing this song, as far as I know, was made famous by uh, Pinocchio. So I think that's kind of cool. And I think that will be how we wrap up this episode later on in a little bit once we finish talking about this stuff like i don't know what to really bring up about this particular episode per se um, if you've seen it you've seen how how good it is it's a great episode of the muppet show it definitely has lots of star wars stuff we, we mentioned mark hamill i think we mentioned anthony daniels there a few moments ago at c3po it also featured peter mayhew as chewbacca it did not feature kenny baker inside the r2d2 unit it was one of the remote controlled ones they had back in the day and, uh, yeah. One, the main other thing, there's a couple things I guess we should mention. Uh, the Pigs in Space uh, skit definitely features some heavy Star Wars stuff there, which was pretty fun. And then at the end of the episode, they were on Coos Bane, which officially has become a part of the Star Wars universe, according to some of the books that have been released. But if you're following Star Wars, pretty much every Star Wars book has become what they call Legends that they aren't they don't really count anymore <laughs> in the grand scheme of continuity and canon. So but at one point, at least, Coos Bane was considered a part of the Star Wars universe. So anyway. Uh <laughs> but there at the end of the episode, as I mentioned with my um, Muppet Star Wars toys I had earlier, um uh, we have Gonzo dressed up as basically Darth Vader, but they call him Darth Nader. And so that's pretty fun. And uh now have his little figure here on my desk as I talk, so I think that's pretty fun. Oh, the other thing that does stick out, too, is uh, while they're on the pigs in space, they're on the swine trek, Miss Piggy sees Mark Hamill and does go dress up like Princess Leia at one point, so that's pretty cool. So Definitely more successful attempt at uh, comedy and uh, lighthearted Star Wars stuff than, say, the holiday special, the, uh, <laughs> the infamous holiday specials for Star Wars. But anyway... I, I don't know, just a, a, a good watch. If you haven't seen, like I said, it is out there on YouTube. You can maybe find a copy of the DVD from the Best of the Muppet Show. The last time I looked, it was pretty expensive, so I have not added that to my collection. And I'm still holding out for some sort of a release of the Muppet Show. I, I mean, I would really just like a, a DVD or Blu-ray box set of the whole thing, personally. But we'll wait and see how that all works out, and hopefully it will at some point. But... I don't know what the holdup is. There has to be some reason they haven't done it yet. I mean, maybe it's just um, sales are down. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe season three didn't sell as many as they would have hoped. All right. Well, next up, we're going to hear another little clip of another Muppet show. Um, well, not 
The Muppet Show, but a Muppet Show, I guess you should say. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about where that's from and what it is after we hear it. But in this clip, we're going to hear Beauregard and Miss Piggy go on the original Star Tours down at Disney World. So if you're familiar, you'll probably know what that's from. But we're going to hear that, and we'll be right back with more Muppets Podcast. Miss Piggy! I never would have guessed that you were a fan of these thrill rides. I know what you mean. Once you start, you just never want to stop. Come on, Star Tours is over this way. Right, well, that was a little clip from the Muppets at Walt Disney World from 1990. That was one of the uh, the big, what would have been the, the original purchase of Jim Henson Company, I think, at that point. The whole thing, not just the Muppets, back in 1990 um, that was in the works prior to Jim Henson's passing away unexpectedly. But this was one of the first joint ventures that uh, Disney and the Muppets people have done, and Jim Henson Company had done back at that time. And... Uh, this particular clip, again, is a mashup of Star Wars and Muppets, and I, I think it's pretty fun. There's some interesting things in this particular little show. Um, if you haven't seen it, it is like many of these old things. It is out there on YouTube. I don't know that there's been a home video release, at least not in many, many years. But anyway, the, <laughs> the one thing that's kind of funny about Miss Piggy we see her on like a, I'm not sure which roller coaster it is. It looks like kind of like a mine train, and I'm not that familiar with some of the older stuff at Disney parks, so I'm not sure exactly what ride that was. Um, where Beauregard and her were talking the first time around, there were some scenes in between. I've kind of edited them together to have him mention Star Tours and then them on the Star Tours. But Miss Piggy is just funny. Like her eyes, like it really looks like they had a Miss Piggy just strapped into a seat on on the rides at Disney World, and you know the eyes were just wide open and. It was just it was just kind of humorous, really. It was. Um, so if you haven't seen that, check that out um, if you can find it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think it was cool that Miss Piggy Bogard were on Star Tours. I never made it to down to the original Star Tours, but I'm sure it was fun. I really enjoyed the new Star Tours quite a bit. I've ridden it several times the last time, uh, or the only time I've been down to Hollywood Studios for Star Wars Weekends last year. And I'm sure we talked about that on the show at some point, the whole Muppet Theater thing, Muppet Vision 3D and whatnot. That's just a fun kind of random... Star Wars Muppet thing. I mean, I mean, yes. Uh, I don't know. It's just funny the the history that both of the companies had with Disney prior to actually being owned by Disney. And I think that's kind of cool, really, in the grand scheme of things. I don't know. That's really all I wanted to mention about that. And I thought that was fun because that was you know Muppets proper. As we get into other Star Wars and Muppets things, definitely a lot of references to Star Wars and such on the Muppet Babies. Um, again, one of those things, I know there's some licensing deals um, out there, which is why those haven't really been released to DVD or whatever. I'm hoping that some of that can get sorted out. Uh, maybe we can at least get some sort of official release on a Netflix type thing. Maybe. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see again. But I would love to have um, access to the Muppet Babies somewhere other than YouTube and uh, more, you know, better copies, uh, all those sorts of things. So 
I don't know. Even if it was just a limited number of the episodes, I still think there were, there's a market there if Disney would seek it out. The Muppet Babies. I, I so there's so many references. There's some particular ones where little Kermit is Luke Skywalker, or what was it? Kermit Skyhopper, uh, stuff like that. And so there's definitely some cool little things here from, from the Muppet Babies. We'll take a moment here, listen to a brief clip of a Muppet Babies episode uh, featuring some Star Wars stuff, and we'll be right back the Muppets Podcast. It's my lame radio voice. All right, we'll be right back. But that isn't the way the movie goes. It is now, you dumb droid. Oh, no, it's... it's... I sure would like to grow up to be a Jedi frog like my father. If only a beautiful princess would send for me so I could leave home and save the universe. My dreams have come true. We're about to make the jump to light speed. Here goes. I don't think you have to jump quite so high to get to light speed, Kermit. Look! The Death Star! No, it's worse than that. It's the Death Tomato! Yes, out to destroy all laughter in the galaxy. If only Han Solo would come at the last minute and save us! about a minute and a half clip I put together there from some of the different snippets of uh, one of the episodes Gonzo's video show and uh, as you can tell they basically retell A New Hope uh, Star Wars episode 4 or as, as old school people remember calling it just played old Star Wars they, they retold that story and changed it around a little bit made it maybe friendly or whatever but that was a fun little thing, and there's more than that. There's a whole lot more than that. Um, there's the episode, uh, Muppet Babies, The Next Generation was the title of the episode, where they have a huge Star Trek, Star Wars crossover, basically. It's like Star Trek, The Next Generation stuff. It, it, that's a good one. Um, but there's all sorts of stuff. They, they reference Star Wars and TIE Fighters. I mean, it's just everywhere. And there's real footage. There's all sorts of things going on there and there. And I definitely could see where in the past that would cause all sorts of licensing issues to get that out uh, released uh, via DVD or something. But it's been a long time even since some of Babies has been in syndication. And so anyway, we'll have to wait and see what all the legalities are. But hopefully they will work out something to get Muppet Babies out there once again so we can enjoy it and, and share it with the next generation of Muppets and Star Wars fans because that would definitely be a, a nice addition to the old collection. And there's one really big Muppet Star Wars connection we haven't talked about, and that's probably really more obvious than any of the others we've mentioned. And there's all sorts of other places we could go with comics and magazines and stuff, but we definitely have to touch on the fact that Frank Oz, one of the icons, really, in Hollywood in general, 
um, was a key member of the Muppets, just you know, right there with Jim back in the day, and then also obviously was a key member of of really five um, Star Wars movies as as you know time has gone on. But initially, you know, he was famous to Star Wars fans or Muppet fans. You know, from back in the seventies, you know, portraying those different characters that he did, and he did some iconic ones. I mean, the list is crazy, <laughs> and it definitely includes two of my favorite Muppets, heck, four of my favorite Muppet-type characters when he comes right down to it. I mean, back in the day, and up until fairly recent years, Frank Oz was Miss Piggy. He was Fozzie, he was Animal, Sam the Eagle, Grover, Cookie Monster, and Bert. And a lot of those, obviously, he worked right along with Jim, you know, Piggy and Kermit, and Fozzie and Kermit, and Bert and Ernie, and all those things. As, as a child, Animal was my favorite. I loved Animal. And I've, I know I've told a story about how I saw the Animal drum set I always wanted as a kid. Uh, <laughs> and as I've gotten older, I love Fozzie Bear and Sam Eagle. They're two of my favorites. Sam the American Eagle. Uh, they're two of my favorites. They really are. And so, and a Grover, Super Grover, Cookie Monster. Amazing. And granted, they all kind of sound alike. But hey, I'm not really complaining because he's the man. I mean, as far as Muppets go, in my book, Jim Henson's number one, Frank Oz is number two on just the, the characters and the voices and the you know acting and everything. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we got to talk about Frank Oz. <laughs> the fact that he brought this little Yoda puppet to life and it looked awesome. It, and, and the one in 1980 and 1982 and 83, whatever, when they were making Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, looked so much better than the terrible puppet they used in the late 90s making The Phantom Menace. And it's just like, Yoda looked like a real character. They did such a fantastic job with that. And obviously, Frank was a very talented puppeteer and voice actor. And so that helps tremendously, that helps. But then also you have Mark Hamill, who gave a great performance, who made R2-D2 and Yoda appear to be real people, real characters there. So you got to give credit to Mark Hamill. Some people might not, but I definitely would. So anyway, Frank Oz, huge part of Star Wars. Huge. I mean, if that puppet hadn't pulled off, that would have ruined those two movies, especially Empire Strikes Back. That would have been terrible if that puppet didn't work out. And so that was awesome. And you know, here in the newer movies, they did replace you know, Frank Oz's actual puppetry in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith with a digital Yoda, which, by the way, looks amazing. I have no complaints. I, I like Frank Oz. I've just praised him immensely. He's the man. But you go and look at the Blu-ray version of The Phantom Menace, you see a digital Yoda. That thing looks a million times better than that terrible puppet. And that wasn't necessarily his fault. I'm not blaming Frank Oz, but the digital Yoda is so much cooler. So... Frank Oz, awesome actor, awesome puppeteer, great director. I mean, he, he's had a, a huge career, you know, in Hollywood, apart from the Muppets and Star Wars. I definitely had to bring that up at some point in this discussion. And so what better time than right now? And so I suppose that's all. I mean, we could keep going. There's all sorts of stuff out there. There's comic strips, there's comic books, there's magazines, there's, you know, references here and there. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff we could touch on. But I think the things we've touched on are some of the big ones. Um, there are definitely others. And, you know, and, and I'm not closing the book on this. We might have a Muppet Star Wars crossovers part two at some point. Uh, there's lots of people who work for the Jim Henson Company who did um, creature effects and stuff for 
Star Wars. I, I mean, there's people on uh, the Jim Henson Creature Shop Challenge. One of those guys, one of the judges, is one of the guys who helped make some awesome things for, for George Lucas and for Star Wars. So there's definitely more. So for now, episode one of Star Wars and the Muppets, I think will be concluded here for the Muppets podcast. We'll be back soon with another episode, hopefully in the near future, to discuss more things Muppet. And uh, for right now, we're going to tell you how you can get in contact with us here at the Muppets Podcast, the official podcast of WakaWaka.net. You can find us over at MuppetsPodcast.com. You can send us an email, MuppetsPodcast at gmail.com. You can go over to Facebook, go Facebook.com forward slash Muppets Podcast. You can find us on Google Plus. You can find us in iTunes if you search for Muppets Podcast. I think those cover all the main basics. You can also um, give us a ring. We'd love to get your voicemail. You could record something on your phone, um, like with your voice memo system, whatever type phone you might have. Shoot us an email with a MP3 attachment. That's a possibility. Or if you'd like to, you could give us a call. The number to call in is 302-4-MUPPET. That's 302-468-773. And there was one more way I forgot to mention just a moment ago. You can find us on Twitter at Muppets Podcast. So we'd be glad to um, interact with you in all sorts of ways. Now, actually, I do have a few voicemails I could play. Some of the messages I get, I, uh, but I've gotten some really random phone messages and some really random emails, and I may, I may do that next time around. None of them are like, hey, this is... Hi, this is Bill. I was listening to your latest episode and just wanted to say, you know what? I really think you should have mentioned blah, blah. But no, I haven't gotten any of those. I've just gotten some like kids who saw the website and thought they were calling The Muppets or <laughs> something like that. Same thing with the emails. So we, we may share a few of those next time around here on The Muppets Podcast with Jimmy and Georgia, official podcast of WakaWaka.net and a proud member of Jimmy and Georgia Radio. You can find more podcasts from Jimmy and Georgia at JimmyandGeorgia.com. That's Jimmy, I-N-G-A, dot com. All right, well, I am Jimmy and Georgia. Thank you for listening. And until next time, peace. Lucas will let me direct his next movie, Star Weirdos? No way.